Welcome to Smart Parent Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our show, Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. And I have another guest this week for you guys. Her name is Allison Livingston. Uh, Welcome, Allison, to the show. I'm so glad you could join us. Thank you so much. It is an honor to be here, and I am just so impressed with what you've built, and I so believe in tutoring that I'm glad to talk to parents about it. Oh, awesome. I know you said you had your own children tutored, right? I did. My one daughter in kindergarten through even fast second grade, just all the phonics and just she really needed it in in mostly reading comprehension because her brain just worked differently. And once we Mm. found that out through tutoring, that just made all the difference. Right. Um, Yeah. Tutoring. I love it. Great thing. (laughs) Being a teacher of 25 plus years, uh, I definitely can say there's a big difference between one on one versus one on 30. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. So I know you have a company called Five Steps to Connect and you're on Facebook so people can follow you and you also have a um, private Facebook group that you could talk about at the end that uh, you run a Brene Brown book club. That's awesome. I love Brene Brown. And you're also on Facebook, Five Steps to Connect, so you all can find her there. But I want to introduce Allison to you all. She's a parent parent coach, conflict resolution specialist, social emotional learning expert, and motivational speaker. She specializes in strong-willed children, anger, and intense family dynamics. Um, Allison supports parents understanding temperaments, triggering patterns, and how to relate from integrated mindsets so your kids listen. Oh, that's, that's, this is going to be powerful. I know this is going to be very helpful for our parents. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Allison, what, you know, the journey that you took to get to where you are today and start your company. Yes, uh, it was all because I was a very um, organized and had really high expectations when I became a mom. And then my daughter was born and boy, nothing was as I thought it was going to be. She was so strong willed. I'd tell her to go left. She would go right. Or I'd ask her to do something and she would just have a major tantrum and it was just not fun. And so I went and learned from Brene Brown, from nonviolent communication and built this curriculum because I didn't want to not like my child. We were in power struggles constantly. We would trigger each other and it was just hard. She was so fiery, so angry. And, and I needed to know because I would just react because there was no anger in my home family of origin. And so I had to relearn about emotions and how to feel to completion, how to be integrated with my body, mind, and spirit. 
And once I did this and created this five steps to connect framework, oh my goodness, things Mm -hmm. turned around. I was able to come alongside her instead of get triggered by her. We were able to work together and she would be able to listen and, and cooperate. So I just want to share this with every parent who is triggered by their children and has particularly a strong-willed child or is is facing anger and intensity. And uh, I learned so much about temperament that we're not all born the same. And so when parents get information about that, it really changes how they take things personally and how they can relate with their child. Wow. That sounds really great and powerful. Wow, I know our audience is going to love this interview for sure. And a lot of good nuggets here. So tell me, um, when kids get upset, it's hard for them to focus on schoolwork or chores. Um, Matter of fact, they probably downright refuse to do it. Um, So what can (laughs) parents do to support them? Yeah, that's a great question because I run into it in all families, especially when there's difficult family dynamics. And these kids just sometimes get pushed past their limit. And when they're upset, we are, our, our gut reaction is to try and control them or try and talk them out of their feelings or try and get them to do the task at hand. And this is like adding kerosene to a fire. For, oh, wow. especially for the strong one kids, but for most dysregulated kids, they, if they could do better, they would do better. And so what they need in that moment when they're upset and off track is to be validated and to let them realize that they make sense, that if there's a good reason why they're not able to focus, cooperate, do the chore. And so it's counterintuitive but it's to really listen to them in that moment and become a detective and figure out what's going on underneath because they would be cooperative. Kids love to please their parents. They love to be, they they love to contribute. They love to get that positive attention. And so if they can't, it's time to become a detective and be curious about why. And the first step in that is to validate what they're experiencing and what they're feeling. So totally counterintuitive to what, what I was taught. Wow. That's, yeah, that's again, powerful. Wow. Yeah. And the, and the um, key is that every emotion is communicating about what their needs are. And when you can get that, you stop again, getting triggered and taking it personally because they're not doing it to you. They're doing it for themselves. Interesting. Huh. So a lot of parents aren't sure how to respond when their child gets angry. So what would you tell them? kind of going on to this, uh, the same I just said, and the first thing is sort of hilarious. It's take one of my programs because it's so hard not to get triggered when someone is angry at you and it's hard not to take it personally. And so one of the first things I tell parents is to just realize if they're upset because they're getting this negative feedback from their child, it's just to realize, oh, this is really hard. So give themselves a break. Mm. And realize that the child has an unmet need and is reacting. And then I react. And so there's two people reacting at the same time and it's a mess. So it's just (laughs) give each other a big dose of compassion and see if you can pause. The whole first thing is to stop. And S stands for something matters, something's important. And so the whole key thing is don't just double down on control 
or blame or shame, which is what our gut reaction is. Most of us were parented that way. It's to go, oh, wait, we're both off track. Let me see what matters here. What matters to them? What matters to me? And when we can get underneath the fiery of reaction, reactivity, then we can, we can actually work with each other because we get back to integration. Mm. Interesting. That's really great information. So what are the three best ways to support a child release bit, to help them release big emotional energy? And why is this so vital? Yeah, that kind of dovetails on the first of when you notice that someone is either angry, the, the big three that I come across are either anger or anxiety or fear, anxiety, fear, or loneliness, hurt. Those are kind of the three big camps that these- and we have a lot have. of that going on right now, Allison. <laughs> so much so. And especially back to school, whenever there's a transition, there's a lot of uncertainty and that really fires up our, our fight, flight, freeze, which is what a lot of this dysregulation is coming from. And so what's really going on is they need to get support, feeling safe, feeling comfortable, feeling not alone. And if we keep focusing on whatever the content is, like you need to get your shoes on, it's not about the shoes. It's about they have emotional dysregulation. They're not feeling okay in their bodies. And so the whole key thing is to get them back to a level of awareness and integration so that they can become the sweet child that cooperates that you know them to be. But when they're, when they're reacting, it means they're feeling threatened. And so it's, it's not add more fuel to their fire, but just realize they need support right now. They're a herding puppy, even though they're presenting as a snarling wolf, especially if they're feeling anger and intensity, which is the things that I work with parents mostly on. But underneath that is often anxiety or fear or uncertainty. And so it's, it's really getting underneath the layers, you know, the iceberg that a lot Mona Dilla Hook and some others talk about is that there's so much going on for your child. And especially when they've been you know, away at school and dealing with social issues and maybe they got reprimanded at school, so they're feeling shame. Again, there's always more to the story. And so it's really just stop, pause, and get that detective hat on and, and be curious. A special message from Dynamis Learning Academy. Did you know that writing is a huge component of science, history, language arts, and so many other subjects in school. If your child struggles with writing, they will most likely struggle across the board in school. It doesn't have to be this way. Writing can be taught and almost all kids need a refresher. At Dynamis Learning Academy, we have a three-day online creative writing workshop that is fun and exciting for kids, but also gives them the strategies they need to improve their writing everywhere across the board, and especially in school. They even leave the class with a completed writing product. To learn more, reach out to us at 770-282-9931. Thank you. So a lot of the work you're you're doing is really um, like conflict resolution, would you say, mediator kind of, but in terms of parenting and coaching? That's, cer that's certainly my background. And I've seen miracles performed both in my mediation career um, as well as within homes. Because when we assume that there's something valid going on, 
instead of there being bad or there being, you know, they're doing something to me, we can approach it in such a different way. And I, I wanted to circle back to how to release this energy because so often we stay mm-hmm. in our heads and we think about the emotion or we think about what we're supposed to do or we should do. And we have all this conditioning. And again, that keeps us trapped in our heads and we don't relate from our heads. We relate Mm -hmm. and we connect from our hearts and our bodies. And the emotional energy is physically in our bodies. It's in our jaw getting tense. It's in our shoulders locking up. It's in our stomach getting all grumbly. And when we can get to that, we're back in the present moment and out of our heads. And that's when we're able to relate and, and really address whatever is actually going on because it's always underneath the surface. And so we have to get this emotional energy and the best way to do it is to move it. So either just kind of shake it out of your arms or put on really big pounding music and then just Mm. let your body move however you want to. And kids love this, like wild dance parties after school so that they can (laughs) just all this stress and tension and they're being told what to do and they're having to keep everything in and be good and be cooperative. They just need to move all that stress and all that anxiety and all that, just, you know, all that repression. And Mm -hmm. so that just helps them kind of get back to their integrated self. And the other great tip I have for parents when they are dealing with a lot of this anger is get a hand towel and just let them whack it on the floor. It makes a Mm -hmm. satisfying noise. And again, it just helps them be able to move this energy that they have stuffed into their bodies all day long following directions and being good and, and, and writing new things and learning stuff. It's hard work. And so they need to move that. And then the last one I'd say is just be able to express it. And, and it's so hard for me as a parent, not to talk them out of it or try to help them be rational, but Mm -hmm. it's really just let them be emotional so that they can get it out of themselves Because then they'll be able to be, again, back to that integrated state where they can have a yes brain, as Dan Siegel talks about, and be able to do the schoolwork or do the chore or do whatever it is you want to be able to do. Hmm. And you work with parents or you work with kids as well? Mostly with parents, but I also work with kids after I've worked with the parents because it all stems for them. And the hard part is we're trying to break a cycle because we were parented in ways that were very rational or very reactive. And so we just do what we learned, what was modeled Mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. And so again, we need to relearn how to come from this integrated place, not just our thoughts, but also our bodies and our hearts and our guts. And if we can get to that level of integration, the relationship just flourishes. And so I have a guarantee that anyone who works with me will improve their relationship with their child or money back. Oh, cool. That's neat. And, and how many sessions does that normally take? It just depends on the child. Or the, or depends the on the child. And maybe it actually even depends on the parent because we have so much conditioning and depending on what your own experience in childhood was, your own experience around anger, your own experience around shame. Those are the things that I help reprogram, you know, the neural pathways so that mm-hmm. they're less reactive and they can be more present and more in relationship with their child. Children come out of the womb knowing how to do all this relation, this um, relating emotional stuff, but then it gets sort of civilized out of us. So it's, I say six to 12 weeks 
um, is ideal. It is a commitment because it's it's reprogramming, unlearning the unskillful things, and and relearning what really works to connect and be in positive relationship so that you can enjoy being with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do parents say is their uh, biggest struggle, would you say? That's a great question. Um, getting their kids to listen and cooperate. And the hard thing is that it's partly the child and it's partly the parent. Because I know for me at five o'clock, I am tired. I am mm-hmm. not patient. I am hungry. Right. I just want my own time. My needs are not met. And so at those times, what my, my energy at them is really like a taskmaster. I call it Tilly the taskmaster. And so are they going to want to listen or are they going to want to resist? Because I'm not usually being very kind when I'm like, come on, you guys, we got to get stuff done. And they're usually tired and hungry and they just want, you know, cuddle time. But here Mm -hmm. I am coming all drill sergeant. And so it's really understanding again, where I am. Am I integrated or am I Tilly the taskmaster? You know, (laughs) Darren the drill sergeant, because depending on how I'm approaching them is how they're gonna respond. And when I dance differently, they're able to cooperate and listen the first time. Mm. Wow. It's like we definitely have to retrain our our ways and the way we might've been taught, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Because again, it's such a curious thing of our kids want to please us. They want to be in relationship with us. They want our attention and they want us to hear them and see them. And so when that's off track, that's when we both go, oh, you turn. I need to do some work and I need to get their needs met. Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes I'll hear parents say, I didn't act this way. I don't know where they got this from. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and that might've been because they were in a really authoritative parenting situation and they knew they maybe would get SWAT or get punished yeah. if they, you know, got out of line. So it is, but, but they're also, again, I wanted relationship with my kids and, and we have to connect from, you know, being in this integrated and uh, powerful energy of needs met. Yeah, I agree. Wow. Well, this is awesome information. I'm so glad I, I've got you on here as a guest today. Um, so tell me how, uh, I know you have a, a free uh, gift that parents can download and we'll have this in the podcast notes too. So parents can just click on it. So no need to write this down parents, but go ahead and let them know what you have as a, a, a invitation for them to get today. Yeah. I, I'd love to work with anyone who's not having an easy time working with their kids. If you're feeling triggered or if you're feeling your child is being too angry, too intense, um, it doesn't have to be that hard. And there are amazing ways to relate that you actually will enjoy your child more and they'll enjoy you more. So it's called five, the number five steps to connect.com. And there in the show notes will be um, your free gift and uh, that is a 20-minute free coaching call where I'll give you a proven uh, skill for how to relate with your child when they come at you super dysregulated, super off track, and mm-hmm. how to uh, work with them so that you can reconnect. And, um, and then also this download of uh, 18 
constructive ways that I was on a summit for back to school a couple of years ago. And this was one of the things that parents were asking for the most is how do I work with my child with they have all this energy so that they can be a focused learner and pay attention in school and do their homework. And mm-hmm. these are great ways. Oh, wow. Cool. I think I might have to download that and give it to some of my parents <laughs> or have them. I'll, I'll share definitely your uh, website with a couple of them that I'm thinking about right now. So 18 constructive ways to release emotional energy so your child can focus. Yep. And I, I know a lot of children today are having issues with focusing for sure. Yeah, because they're kids and they're in their bodies. And when you can address that first, then they can get to all the brain work that we want them to do for school. Exactly. I'm I'm tutoring one just like that right now, to be honest with you, Allison. And I can see how the focusing issue is definitely getting in the way of the brain power. Yeah. Well, my daughter had a mild ADHD as well as dyslexia, and she's a kinetic learner. And mm. so she's the one that needed the tutoring because normal school just didn't fit her, her brain and her whole spirit. And so once she was able to get more one-on-one help, it really turned her around and uh, made all the difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Definitely. I can definitely see that. So uh, parents, uh, there you go. You need to reach out to Allison because I know a lot of parents are having some of these kinds of issues and they're looking for a solution to the problem. And what's been happening uh, and the way maybe we've been taught when we grew up is not working for your child's different type of child. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 you know, everything in our world and environment today, I, I say enhances the issues that some of the parents are encountering right now too. And I just have so much compassion for the parents, just want to give them a message. They're not doing anything wrong. They're doing what they learned. And so it's not beat yourselves up. It's just there's additional skills they can learn that can make them have a more enjoyable time with their child. Right. I agree. Well, thank you so much, Allison, for coming on to my show today and sharing your knowledge with parents and, um, you know, anytime I'm happy to refer business to you because I hear this quite a bit where I think they're stuck. <laughs> yes. And that's so, no fun. That's not a fun place to be. Yeah, I was there. And, that's, and you don't want to go through all that for many years to come if it starts, let's say, in first grade and it shows up or kindergarten. Yes. Yes. So, well, my daughter's 22, and I can honestly say I am a proof in concept that we were on the track to total estrangement, which is what I hear from some parents. And now we have a beautiful relationship. So it uh, is really great to do this work. That's awesome. That, that sounds terrific. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And Allison, thank you again. And uh, everyone, we will see you again next time with another guest. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community. And remember, I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom, whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring 
SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school. I can be reached through email at helen at dynamuslearningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.